Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we discuss EVs in small town America. Now, I've mentioned it several times. I use Flipboard as a big resource. People on Flipboard collect articles and post them to their boards. It's sort of like Pinterest for news. I really like it because all the articles from places like Electric and MyGreenCarReports.com get posted there. There's also EV articles from Forbes, major newspapers, and places like Car and Driver. It's a very eclectic selection. And sometimes some non-EV articles pop into the electric vehicle board. One article from the Globe and Mail from Sunday caught my eye. The Globe and Mail, I assume, is a Toronto newspaper. They have a column by Petrina Gentile and Mark Richardson where people write in and ask car-related questions. The question that caught my eye involves a couple living in downtown Toronto, and both are able to walk to work. They have 18 months left on a lease on a Mercedes GLC 43. They are thinking about going electric. Other than a few errands around town, the only other place they go is a cottage 133 miles away where they spend their weekends. They wanted to know if they should keep their Mercedes or go EV when their lease is up. They were worried about the cold in Canada, which I'm sure is a concern. Now, she absolutely loves the car. Her husband, not so much. He likes the car. He just doesn't love the car. They also stated, on one hand, they are really wanting to reduce their emissions but realize that if they trade a trade in their car for a new car, then another car is going to be built and they're part of the manufacturing cycle. Also, they wanted to keep an SUV. The response was not exactly EV friendly. It basically came down to if they have charging, they might consider Tesla, but other than that, stay away. They also mentioned that they could look at the Kona and the I-Pace, but when you factor in, and get this, air conditioning, the radio, and speed range drops quickly. Now, it's true that the air conditioning and the speed that you drive your car is going to drive the range, but come on, the radio is on the 12-volt system. Long story short, for the article length, I suppose, they strung it out, and they also mentioned the plug-in electric hybrid 2021 RAV4, which admittedly they knew very little about, other than it has a whopping 35-mile battery. Uh, they also mentioned that if they were going by a plug-in electric hybrid, that they would get the uh, Porsche Cayenne e-hybrid. But Early on, the message was, keep the Mercedes. Pretty much after the thank you for the question, Richardson states that their Mercedes is clearly the cleanest and best option since they love it. 
Now, this is the way I would answer this question. Now, keep in mind, I don't know the charging infrastructure around the area, and I've never been to Canada in the winter. I am going to assume that they are apartment dwellers. I also assume they have some sort of parking arrangement. I mean, clearly these are dinks. Dual income, no kids. They did, however, mention that they have a 10-pound dog. So here's my advice to them. There are plenty of EVs that have the range to easily get you around town and to your cottage in Muskoka. And the thing is, there are more coming. You have to assess your charging options around your home. I mean, maybe there are level two chargers nearby. And before you take off for the weekend, charge your car. And if you need to charge during the week, take care of it. They may have a parking garage or a lot where their car stays during the week. And maybe they could convince the property manager to install some level two charging or at least find them a spot where they could use a level one EVSE to keep their car plugged in. Yes, cold is a concern, but if you charge before your trip or you can keep it plugged in, as long as you keep the battery warm, you should be okay. It's going to mitigate the effects of the cold. Definitely install a charging station at your cottage for obvious reasons. Once you get there, plug it in, keep it warm all weekend, and then you're ready to drive home. I would also identify possible spots to charge along the way, even if it's just for a few minutes, even if it's at level one. Just identify some spots that you can use in case of an emergency. As far as the car manufacturing goes, wow, if they choose to keep their car, not buy a car, get horses and ride around downtown Toronto, it's not going to stop that machine. That machine is going to keep rolling whether they participate or not. So not buying a car or not trading your Mercedes in for an electric car is going to keep a car from being built. It's just not going to happen. Well, I guess theoretically, yes, but no, it's not. Which brings me to a great point that they're not considering. They just admitted that they are worried about emissions. Well, the more EVs that we have on the road, the more automakers have to take notice and see that there are growing numbers of people who are ready to ditch internal combustion engine cars. From the tone of their question, that really tells them what they want. They want an EV. And it wouldn't surprise me if the answer they got in the newspaper was disappointing. Because basically it was, wow, I really want an EV. No, you don't want an EV. This is what we as EV enthusiasts have to battle. We've got to reassure people it's okay to be EV curious and to give it a try. I mean, if this couple found a Kona or an I-Pace, tried it out and it didn't fit their lifestyle, you can always go back to the old way. But don't be afraid to try. Monday was Memorial Day, and um, my son and I played disc golf in Corbin, which is... Uh, about 12 miles south from where I live. We're just learning and 
finding out we're really bad at it for now. Anyway, as we were driving home, I took a road that I have not been on in, in years. And I stopped right in the middle of the road and looked. I said, look, there's an I-3. And sure enough, there was a BMW I-3 sitting in the driveway on Bishop Street. That's two I-3s that I have seen since buying mine. I saw one in Lexington and one now in my own backyard. Who would have thought? You know, it's it's funny. I keep driving, and every time I pass a Mini, I do the, the Mini wave. And if you've ever owned a Mini, you know what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a force of habit at this point, but now I'm finding out that uh, they just don't wave back. Anyway, hit that subscribe button. And remember, the EV revolution is here, so keep pushing the message because it's a fun ride.